This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Let's read something this morning from God's Word. Wow, we've been talking about the anointing. Acts 10, 38. Glory to God. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about when the anointing comes on you, you can't be resting. Hallelujah. The anointed, you know, <laughs> in the book of Job, Satan came to God's throne and God said, Satan, where are you coming from? God is so kind that he still talks to the devil. And Satan was like, well, you should know by now. I go up and down, to and fro the earth. See, there are two types of people that go up and down. Those who are anointed and those who are satanic. <laughs> but then what makes the devil himself to be going up and down is that he himself is the anointed cherub. So when the anointing is on you, you don't stay. Because the first introduction of the Holy Ghost to humanity, interestingly, out of the Godhead, the first person to be introduced was the Holy Ghost. Not God the Father, not God the Son. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created that God is plural, Elohim, representing three of them. But the first individual to be introduced, the Bible says God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was void and without shape, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God and the Spirit of God, He was the first individual to be introduced. The first part was the three of them together, but the first individual was the Holy Ghost. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. The first thing he did before the creation of man is still what he's doing right now. He is always moving. That is why we talk about the move of the spirit. And when it's in your life also, you are always moving. Sit down for a while. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. That was when he became Christ. He was just Jesus of Nazareth. But when he was anointed of the Holy Ghost, he became Jesus Christ. That Christ there means, that's not his son name. Like Debo Adewale, like Chukura Charles. That's not the son name. Christ is not the son name of Jesus Christ. Christ means Jesus, the anointed one. What is it about the anointing? The Bible says he went about doing good and healing all them oppressed of the devil. Two things there. Doing good. That doing good was not the healing. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any need to add that doing good one. Number two, healing all them so healing is not the only thing that the anointing does. It also makes you to do good things. So there can be an anointing that comes on you and you begin to help the helpless. Hallelujah. Amen. So, 
For God is with him. Mm. Isaiah 10, verse 27. So let's begin to look at, even though, of course, we are going to do a bit just this first service, and we continue second service. Isaiah 10, 27. The Bible says that it shall come to pass in that day. When is that day? Now. Hallelujah. Oh. Okay, we'll come back to why he said that day. That his body shall be taken off thy shoulder and his yoke off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed. Why? Because of the anointing. Everybody say it together. When you see believers who want somebody to break the yoke in their life, you are seeing believers who are not anointed. Because this scripture did not say that the yoke shall be destroyed by the anointing. Well, that would have been good enough, but thank God that's what the Bible is saying. By the anointing means this brother, his name is Kole. Kole is going through something. And by the way, I like introducing people to you in church. He's a wonderful guy. Is married anyway <laughs> with, with a, a child, so one, right? Yes, yes. another one is on the way. <laughs> Listen, all singles, <laughs> we are meeting again next Sunday. Let me beg you, there will be another 30 minutes of you meeting yourself, or maybe more than 30 minutes this time around. You know what? You are not in a relationship. I trust God for who to date. What you should do is that sit down at home. An angel will come and marry you. I am asking every one of you, singles, don't only come, come with your friends. Because one of your friends will find husband or wife here. And one of someone's friends will be your husband or your wife. This thing is very easy. We are people of prayer. Come with five friends. Let me call five friends. If I don't like you, I might like your friend. There is no mystery about it. Don't worry, are you hearing me? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are, you, are you with me? Yeah. See, this is how it can be dangerous. You are single. You are, I said you are a lady. Now you have a car. As soon as we share the grace, you are the first person in your car. It's a break like we are seeing at the gate. Continue. And on your way, you are praying that God, I need a man. And the angel watching over you is saying to God, even me, I don't understand that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. May you not be outside when God is inside. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was going to ask God to pray one prayer. Maybe we'll pray at the end of the service if we have the time. It's not a relationship anyway. Don't start suspecting me. It's a straight, straight prayer for everybody. It just came to my spirit during the meeting and I... I will do a message on that, but maybe we might just do a little prayer on that today. Are you following me? Yes, sir. The Bible did not say that the yoke shall be destroyed by the anointing. That would mean that so I call it, tells me that pastor I'm going to do something. If I pray by the spirit for him and the affliction is taken away, I have broken the yoke by the anointing. But that is not God's perfect plan, even though God does that for spiritual babies. The Bible said that the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. That one is stronger. It means that there is something inside calling that anytime yoke comes, it breaks. 
you understand it's a setup that the lord has put on him that no matter once you throw a yoke at him it's going to break because there is something inside that will not let the yoke stay are you getting what i'm saying this is why you know we got to a point last week we spoke about the bible saying that uh, the anointing you have received first john 2 27 that every christian and i said i'm going to talk about layers of the anointing that's where we're going but we are still getting the introduction as i'm looking at everybody today these are the days see you when we got married first year second year and then we had no child and then everything looked quite bleak and there is something that the anointing does there is an audacity it gives to you and one of the mothers of one of our friends got concerned and then they made the call said there is one man is an expert in praying for barren to give birth and the man had the audacity to call me on phone and he said so where is your mom i said abel kuta he said you see we have to you say your wife will buy a clothes i said you are very stupid she had ectopic i was at the hospital at your weak moment this is what happens to many christians that's why people come around and begin to tell you nonsense and because you have gone through a lot you subject yourself to things that you cannot find in the bible and this is why men milk people and do all sorts i was at the front of the hospital in our weakest moment when the guy called but the anointing i still answered him the same way and i that word just came from my spirit i said sir my mom i have two brothers i'm the last guy they have children so don't you start to say one stupid stuff and i said let me just tell you i said let me just tell you now by this time next year i'm going to invite you for our naming and i called the phone now for somebody that was still undergoing treatment in the hospital i didn't know where that statement came from but you know what a year after actually she had a baby Hallelujah. when they were ah in Samuel 4, Samuel 10, because of time, we will, I won't, you can just project it. So Saul, so Samuel poured the oil on Saul. And Saul became the anointed person. Now, he was a shy man, a very shy person. Because he was taller than everybody in Israel. Paul should be like maybe 6, 7, 6, 8. He was very tall. And his father was very wealthy. So he was a very timid person. But when the oil landed on him, the anointing changes you. The anointed soul, all of a sudden after Samuel poured the oil on him, and Samuel told him that when you leave my presence, the spirit of God will come upon you as people are prophesying, and you shall be turned to another man. Then Saul got home, and there was a situation on ground. They said that the Philistine had called, a group had come, and then they, had, uh, they were going to destroy a city that belonged to Israel. And everybody started crying, oh, we are helpless. Like saying that Bukwana is all over town. Now oh, we are helpless. Saul was coming from the field. And when he got by, he said, why is everybody crying? They said, because of this and this. The Bible said, instead of him to be afraid like the rest of the people, anger rose in him. There is what is called righteous indignation. You need it against Satan. Oh, Kazuski Lema. Are you with me? You need it against, you need, you need it against, there was, this is not to pull light on housemaid or to say, oh, mate, no. There was a man I know. Uh, they just brought this girl to the house. The following day, the wife was sick. Third day, the daughter joined. Fourth day, the son joined. 
In the night, he stood and he said, and he was praying. And the Lord says, that guy, and, and he said, that guy, and he told the girl, if I see you daylight in this house, you are dead. She walked out in the middle of the night. Of course, they gave her transfer and just told her, that, please go. So around 5 a.m. in the morning, she left. When she left, before she got to Kampa, the wife became well, the son became well, this one became well. Many times, we put up with nonsense. Saul so just said that, excuse me. And I have found that, that when a Christian is angry, not against someone, but against a situation, you know what? You need a kind of rebellion. Not against authority. But there are some negative things going on in your life that there must come a time when you say to yourself that you know what? Enough is enough. Hallelujah. So I say, why are they crying? They said because they've been threatened and nobody. The Bible says he just took an ox or a bullock or whatever and cut it into pieces and he sent a piece to each tribe in Israel. He said, you know what? Anyone that does not come out to follow me to battle tomorrow, this house will be divided into pieces. And the Bible says men gathered around him. And then they went and they won the war. When they were coming back, people started saying that, sorry, who are the people that say, who are the people that said two days ago, that this guy shouldn't become king. Let us kill them. And he said, no, don't kill anybody for my sake. Because when Samuel announced there will be the next king, some guys came with their gifts and they looked at him. This one. And they went back home. And the Bible says he kept his peace. They despised him. But they anointed him. Men and brethren, this is where we have an advantage. Um, we will flow more into this next week and next second service. I want to explain something. I'm just going to stop on this one thing. How serious is this matter? Do you remember? Um, is it Numbers 13 or 12? 12 or 13. Where Aaron and Miriam began to criticize Moses. In case I forget, one of the things I seek to tell this church, value the anointing and respect the anointing. I was able to share with you that touch number anointed is not limited to pastor, it's every Christian. Do not speak evil of another Christian. Because the scripture there applied to uh, Psalm 105 verse 15. The Bible says, suffer no man to do them wrong. One of the reasons why the anointing works so well for David is value the anointing. Every time I wanted to kill, so he kept using one word. But this is the anointed of the Lord. I can't do this. Even though he had legitimate reason to kill, there is something God does. Now, I, I'm about to make a statement that I'm not trying to defend anybody or anything. I said this by the grace of God. In his mercy, from when I was in scripture, you know, in secondary school till today, I've been kept by the Lord. I've been kept. But I, I, it's his work of grace. This is the only woman I've ever known in my life. I have had a relationship but no intimacy when I was in school. So this is my first and the only. I said that by the grace of God. But you see, um, a minister a leader or someone can fall. If, for instance, it's a church and wrong doctors are coming in or the pastor that is beginning to stay away from such church, but those who want to go public and say things, the better way, there are authorities in the body of Christ that you can report to 
so that they can call the person into order. It's just that actually that one too is lacking the body of Christ right now. We don't have elders. Elders should be the one to tell a pastor that you have done this step down for six months or one year. Nobody steps down nowadays. They just continue. The allegation they deny is not true, it's not and they stay there. But they still have honor in some other advanced country. They, they resign, they step aside. But in Nigeria, we don't resign. Both politically and spiritually. But that's not my target today. Because there, there, there are no elders. Elders will tell you that the light of this, we have found you guilty, pastor. You are not pastoring for the next one year. Go on a retreat and repent. Somebody else will stand for you. When we see that you have genuinely repented, we'll bring you back. Otherwise, you'll continue to hurt people. But so that is on one side. But on the other side, also those who want to expose. If you don't value the anointing, the anointing will not work for you. But we'll get to that later. But you know, so that day, Miriam and Aaron began. And he said, Is Moses, is he the only one? And I usually want people in unit in nature when you start talking like that. Number one, your own day of manifestation will never come when you talk like that. You know, they were both older than Moses, and they were like, ah, what happened? Moses had married an Ethiopian woman. Actually, Moses married a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And Miriam said, well, and now to make, the, to make the matter worse, Moses made a law that you must not marry non-Jew or non-Israeli. But his own wife was not an Israeli. So it looked like a good ground for talking. Except that he married that before he got the law. So if we were dead at that, he was reading the law to all of you that you should not marry, not marry a stranger. And, and then when it's true, then he's going home and then he see his wife. Uh -uh. <laughs> see this man, no. He just said we should not marry a stranger. Look at his own wife. But he married before God gave him the law. He married before he encountered God. The father-in-law gave him that woman. And one day, Miriam and Aaron started talking. And God heard. Moses did not even respond. It was God that responded. And he said that if there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, I am the one who reveals myself to you. He said, but Moses is beyond the class of a prophet. What a testimony God given about a man. You know the prayer I wanted you to pray? Maybe if we can, pray it at home. Exodus, uh, sorry, Deuteronomy 34, I think verse 10. It's a very short chapter. There arose, now, that was the chapter when Moses died. When he died, the Bible says, God says something about him. And I've told you how Moses died. He was so much full of life. Go to two verses before, or three verses before. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not dim, nor his natural force abated. That's the power of the anointing. Oh Lord, we crave for this. Moses was 120, was still climbing mountain for 40 days. The Bible said that no energy, the energy did not reduce a bit. There was no difference between when it was 40 and when it was 120. This is the power that will be at work when we are in heaven. When we are in heaven, everybody looks like 33, 35 everybody. That was why Jesus died at 833. When we get to him, before Adam sinned, he was just like a 33-year-old man in the garden for years. We don't know how many years Adam was before the woman came. The woman came. 
Anyway, <laughs> you know, they started counting his age. Probably after the woman had come. And even at that, he lived for 963 years or so. On that. It took that long for sin to catch up with him. But sin is too much now. And it's catching up with me. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So, can you imagine 900 years? When Noah entered the ark, he was about 500 years old. Imagine now your great, 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 great grandpa. Even though I don't want that. Those who are poking their noses to your issues are too many. Imagine you still have your great grandma, great grandma, great and great grandma. You know how many people you have to show your wife? And one of them will find, find a problem with the woman. So you first show your girlfriend to mama, to grandma, to great grandma. When the girl to great, great grandma, I say, that girl, she's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting me? Anyway, <laughs> God, his force did not reduce. His strength didn't reduce. And the Bible says God had to tell him that Moses, if I don't ask you to die, you will not die. So I am the one that will kill you myself. So God said to Moses, go to the mountain. Let me give you the opportunity to glance, look at the land. And after you are really looking at the land, then die. If you have before me, I've told you many times that, that was how Moses died. So he climbed the mountain, he saw the land, and he said, Father, I've seen the land. No, he didn't call it Father. He said, God, I've seen the land. God said, So are you satisfied? And he said, Yeah. God said, Now die. Then Moses stood and he said, I die. <laughs> then, <laughs> then he died. That was how Moses died. Read it in that chapter. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the Bible says that that verse 10. After his death, the Bible said, there arose no, not a prophet since in Israel, like unto Moses, whom God knew face to face. No one like Moses. I have, the prayer I wanted you to pray, every time people say that God will do the same thing for another person under the same condition, fantastic. But that isn't good enough. It's wonderful. We cannot copy testimony. Somebody believes God for a child. It's how God gives someone a child. It's okay. How about you pray one day that God should do something in your life that he has never done before and he will never do again. There are one-time miracles in the Bible. When God gave wisdom to Solomon, 2 Chronicles chapter 1, the Bible says that God told Solomon point blank, there will not be any king like you after and the wisdom I'm giving you, no king before you has had it, and no king after you. And since that time, nobody has been rich as Solomon. Not even the king of Saudi. I told that workers meeting yesterday. I read the by Lord about the king of Saudi when he's traveling. I think 900 to 1,000 people travel with a minimum. And I think they said that he goes in about boxes, 500. <laughs> Wonderful. I was just reading about a report online now. I, I don't, I'm not verified, but I know that he's that rich and everything. God said to Solomon, no king. What about the day Joshua said, Joshua chapter 10, son stand still because he needed something and the son stood still or the earth stood still. And the Bible puts it after that also that never in the history of man again has God done that to hear the voice of a man and pause the timing of this word. 
when we're in secondary school, there was this guy, he said, Doctor in Trinidad and Tobago now. That was the only time I don't know of, of, I'm aware of that Nigeria really shifted jam. He said, I'm not prepared enough. I'm going to pray that you should shift jam by six months, 1994. 1994. One boy, one school boy. What about one day you asking God to do something that he has never done before and once he gives you, he will never repeat it again? Do you know what? Those miracles are with him. Or you can put it this way. Is there any good thing that has never happened in your lineage before? That you must be the one to break the genes. That for you, it begins. Can we do that in a minute? Right there on your seats. I have just shown you scriptures that say that God at certain times did some things for people and he never repeated it again. And then those things never pre-existed that time. There was never a time. I think we can also say, Father, I pray. What eyes have never seen, what ears have never heard, any good thing that has never happened before, especially in my family or around me, can you let people have another revelation of you because of me? In Jesus' name. I want us to stop. Don't worry. When the service is over, pray this prayer. Do you know that Jehovah Jireh, you call him Jehovah Jireh because he appeared as somebody at Jehovah Jireh. Is that right? Yes, he appeared to somebody at Jehovah Jireh. Before then, nobody knew at Jehovah Jireh. When he appeared to Moses, he said, by my name, El Shaddai, Abraham knew me. But Jehovah the Lord, which I'm sending with now, he never knew my Jehovah the Lord. That was what God told Moses. There is a revelation of God. There is something God can do in your life. And it opens a new understanding of God to all the entire world. They look at your story and there is another respect for God. Ah, yeah. You know, I'm not just saying this thing. I believe that these things are happening to some people here. It will start with you because first of all, that event will make you see God in another light. And all who hear your story, we believe it can part see because it parted it for some people. But there are still many things I can do that human beings will now realize. So God is capable. It was one guy who was a prisoner tonight and prime minister tomorrow that made people to know that overnight God can promote a man. I prophesy to everybody. I say this in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That something will happen in your life. Amen. Something amazing, something positive. Amen. That it will change how you see God. Amen. And all who hear the story, their admiration for God, their worship of God will go to another level. Amen. Shout a louder amen. amen. I want to stop here now. I will go, I will go first. I was, I was reading Numbers 20, but I do have to finish, you know. The two of them spoke. And when God finished talking, Miriam had become as white, like a snow, as snow. Because leprosy fell on her. Judgment of God for criticizing Moses. 
But have you read in the Bible, have you noticed that nothing happened to Aaron? And they were participating in the sin together. One man got egg because Mary was a woman, women were not. No. <laughs> God is not against women. It is because of something. Aaron had the garments that Miriam did not have. In that Numbers 20, when God wanted Aaron to die also, he told Moses, he said, take your brother Aaron, take him to the mountain and remove the garment on him so that he can die. In other words, with this garment on him, why? The garment was anointed. Let's rise. Is someone blessed this morning? Lord Jesus, we thank you. I want you to pray for about a minute or two. Close your eyes deeply. Pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Everybody. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All on the ground, a seeking sound. Lord, I ground is sick and sound. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. Oh, Lord, I ground is sick and sound. Oh, Lord, I ground is sick. On Christ, on Christ, a solid rock I stand. All on the ground, all on the ground. Salaba shato kovo sayamanda la baraba. Luprata sete kile mandala bayabash. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mashandala Bakusaha. I feel like saying this by the Spirit to somebody. No matter how many times you are prayed for, the affliction will attempt to come back. The Bible says, when the unclean spirit left the man, he returned. The only way to keep affliction and keep evil spirit away from you permanently, go for what I'm sharing, the anointing, the presence of God, is in you. That way, it stays up completely. Like when you put on the lights, permanently, that's the end of darkness, until that light is switched off. There's a presence that fills you and changes everything. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless you. We give you praise. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. 
If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.